0: Thank you for joining us and welcome to Element City Church. Uh, We are at the final service of 2020, can you believe it? Like we've made it uh, to the end of the year and uh, man, it's been a long year, hasn't it? to be honest, we've been getting some questions, too, uh, as to why we're doing this digital-only service this week. And really because it's been a long year uh, for our production team, our, our video team, uh, they've been doing such a great job to get our services ready. We wanted to get things uh, put together in advance so that uh, our production worship teams really could just have a weekend off and, and enjoy some time with their families around Christmas time. So thanks for playing along with that. But if you do see uh, people like Hannah Douglas, Micah Saldivar, John, and Jen Ben Henson, Seth Snow. Um, there's a lot of folks who've gone out of their way to make sure that church can happen for you each and every week. We don't wanna take them for granted, we wanna honor them, so make sure you say thanks to them. A couple things that we wanna make you aware of before we jump into worship. Um, We've got our our refresh series that's gonna be starting up all through the month of January. So starting next week, I'm gonna be speaking on a a topic that's really dear to my heart and something that we think is really important for 2021. That's gonna really key some growth, not just uh, in each person individually, but as a church. And then starting January 10th, Jack's gonna be walking us through uh, the the new church vision. It's really a refresh of the vision. Uh, So make sure that you're tuning in for that. Uh, Starting that next day, January 11th is gonna be the 21 Days of Prayer. And so you can actually get a sneak peek of that guide right now. It's in the app, so feel free to to check that out. And if you don't have our church app, make sure you download that. Uh, If you're new, if this is your first time uh, tuning in, that's a place that you can send us some information so that we can reach out to you, let you know a little bit more about who we are. Uh, You can get playlists there. That's where we do our giving as well. Uh, So if you've got uh, those year-end checks that you wanna get in uh, before the end of the year, make sure you jump into the app to do that. So we've got a great night uh, put together for you. We're going to start with some worship. uh, So let's start with some prayer uh, as we get into that. Well, Jesus, we come to you tonight uh, with thirsty hearts. We just want to sit at your feet. We want to minister to you so that you can minister and speak to us, God. So uh, would you be present in this time as we worship you, as we lift you up as the name above all names, as the King of kings, the Lord of all out with all of our hearts to you tonight, Jesus. It's in your name we pray. Amen. tonight, but there is nothing that's greater than you, nothing better than you. There's nothing worth pursuing more than us just pursuing a life in you, Jesus. We love you. We worship you. We give you all the glory, all the praise,
1: all the honor tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hello, friends. Uh, I trust that you've enjoyed just worshiping with us. I trust that you have a have had a great uh, Christmas season with family. I, I know it's unique and different, and uh, maybe a little challenging uh, in its endeavor of trying to enjoy this season. But we are anchored to the hope of Jesus that meets us in each and every moment and each and every challenge uh, that we face. And so today, uh, I just want to take a little bit of time in our message to kind of re-anchor ourselves. I want to start by just, uh, just appreciating that. I don't know about you, but I think of the end of the year uh, always gets me in a reflective mood of, of trying to learn some life lessons and think back over the years, I think forward into the next. And I just wanted to say thank you to a few folks um, uh, just publicly. One is just to our board uh, that's guided us through this year, that's been uh, a unique And uh, definitely a challenging season that we've had to traverse, and they have done that with steadfast love and wisdom and insight for the best of the church, and and, uh, I want to thank them. I want to thank our staff who has remained faithful through wading out into uh, the challenges that were before us, And, and I'm grateful to be a part of a team that uh, loves you well and that loves the church and the mission and vision of what we have. I want to thank uh, thank you um, uh, for just kind of wading into this season with us and being a part, uh, staying engaged. Uh, you've been faithful in, in serving and in giving and in just being engaged as the church, even in unique and challenging moments like where we had to shut down and and where we've come back and yet we have everything going on around us. And so just thank you to you. And and I think lastly, uh, our production team uh, specifically, they've had to perform some heroics this year. As we've often taught uh, and talked about maybe in the last few years of trying to get to a place where our whole service can be online and and then COVID hits and and we had to jump into action and um, it took that whole team uh, to make that happen and and they've gone above and beyond uh, this year. So specifically to our worship team, our production team, I just want to thank you uh, for all that you've done and invested uh, into this year. And as we wrap up, 2020. um, Definitely a year unlike any other. Um, But I'm grateful. I'm grateful for the ways God is doing maybe a refining work. Uh, I know he has in me, maybe a refining work in you. And so just encourage you in these last few days of 2020 to to contemplate and to think about the life lessons that maybe uh, God has been whispering to you, the steps of faith that he's been challenging you to take. Uh, it's a reflective moment. And so seize that opportunity uh, as we do that. I, I'm convinced that the journey in front of us is still the best is yet to come. And so journey with us into 2021. I'm excited about our Elements Refresh series as we start in January. We'd love for you to tune in with that. Um, and, and I think as we kind of continue to dive forward, um, friends, I'm resolved that uh, God has great things in front of us to do, uh, to reach people that He cares about, to equip and train up people, uh, and, and to send us all out uh, as people who are living out the faith of Jesus in practical and tangible ways right here in our city. And so let's journey into that new year together. Uh, today, as we take a moment just to, to reflect a little bit, kind of look into a message, there was, I want to lean into kind of the steadfastness of Christ and everything that we have uh, in Him and everything that he we have uh, with him, uh, living life. Uh, he's still Emmanuel, not just uh, during a Christmas season, but in every season of life, he is a God who's with us. And so, as we think about that, um, I think of this illustration, this advertisement I saw a few years back from a, a different city, and, and the advertisement begins with this. It's like a close-up, right, uh, of a woman who's sitting in a car, and she seems a little frazzled in that moment, and it gets worse as the camera just zooms in on her face and all of a sudden the startled look as her as her driver door is flying you know, flies open and a, a larger gentleman reaches in and grabs her and pulls her out and and what you think emotionally what's going on is you you think, gosh, I, I'm watching like an abduction or, or a hijacking of a car or something traumatic like that. And yet the camera begins to pan back out. And what you see that you didn't see initially is that this woman has been in an accident and she's sitting in this car kind of frazzled and yet the car is on fire. And and this gentleman is not trying to abduct. This gentleman's actually a good Samaritan who's come up and flown open the door and is pulling her out to safety to rescue her. And, And the advertisement was for a local news station that said sometimes... Uh, we just want you to know that we give you the bigger picture, and, and we want you to see the whole story. I thought of that, and I think of this year, right? And I think of the challenges that have gone before us. I think of the things we've had to navigate, and in a lot of ways, 2020 is is like us sitting in that car and we're, we're frazzled, and there's so much that's transpired, so many uh, hurdles we've had to overcome, so many challenges that we've had to navigate, so many questions and uncertainty, and all the things that are kind of swirling around in your life, in my life, and our life as a culture. And there's been so many, you so much uniqueness to the reality of this year, and and yet. What I want us today is to see, yes, there's there's a bunch going on, but let, let's pan back a little bit. Let's let's take the camera and, and, and scope back a little bit so that we see a fuller picture. And the scriptures give us that fuller picture. And that's what I want us to be anchored to, the steadfastness of God that transcends all the things that we're having to navigate, all the challenges that are before us, the things that we've had to, to overcome and hurdles. And we see the steadfastness and the faithfulness of God. That's what you see in the scriptures. That What they do really, in essence, is we have our circumstances that are going on and the scriptures kind of pan back and say, there's something bigger happening around you. And yes, this may seem confusing. Yes, this may seem challenging. But God is bigger than just this challenge and just what you're seeing in the moment. If you, if you allow the Spirit to, to pan back a little bit, it can actually settle you to understand that He is overseeing this whole thing. I think of God's faithfulness. Psalm 145 verse 13 says this, The Lord is trustworthy in all of His promises and faithful in all that He does. That he is faithful. The the word faithful, you may think of old faithful, right? At the National Park and and the steadfastness and the steadiness of it and it keeps erupting and you may think of people in your life who have been faithful to you. Friends or coaches or um, uh, teammates that have shown a faithfulness to you. You may think of your dog. Dogs are kind of known as these faithful companions of life. You, You may think of electricity, um some of you have traveled overseas and I, I've gotten that opportunity and, and you realize not in every country is electricity like reliable. Sometimes you just got to use appliances while the electricity is going because you never know when it's going to turn off. But yet you think about your apartment at your home and my home and like electricity is dependable. It's reliable. It's like always there. And even when we have outages, it's so few and far between. And and really, it's a matter of a minute or two before it comes back on because we see electricity here as like ultra reliable and dependable. Uh, And when you think of something that's unfaithful, well, you may think of a person who has an unpredictable character. Uh, There's something about them that's never quite the same. You never know what you're going to get. They're wishy-washy on things, or they're unreliable in how they live their lives. And, And yet, if we pull the camera back out a little bit through the writers of Scripture, we understand that God is dependable, that He's reliable, that He doesn't change. He is faithful, and He is faithful always. It's just who He is. Uh, and so you and a, you and I might be in a year where we find ourselves feeling worn out or discouraged. You may feel like nothing is quite going right the way you'd want. You may feel the heaviness of the weight of a of a year like 2020. The uncertainty of of maybe a year that's approaching and is it going to be more of the same or is it going to be different? And so let's just pull the camera back out a little bit to understand that Those circumstances and those scenarios and those situations, you and I don't have full control over. But if we we pull the camera back a little bit, we understand that there is one who supersedes all of that. Uh, There is one who has proven himself faithful and who is steadfast and and has a consistency to him that goes beyond our circumstances, uh, that we can trust God. That he is faithful. God doesn't decide to be faithful on a whim. He doesn't decide not to be faithful. He is only faithful. Uh, I think of Hebrews 13, verse 8 says this Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is the same yesterday, today, and into tomorrow, and, and the next tomorrow, and the next tomorrow, and the next week, the next month, the next year, the next. 100 years, the, the next moment he, he's forever faithful, forever the same. He doesn't change. I, I want to encourage you to memorize Hebrews 13, 8. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Not just memorize that, internalize that, and let it settle your heart on the eternal hope that you have as one who is put their faith in Christ, that He is reliable and dependable and He is consistent in that. Jesus is continually consistent. And it's His consistency that is greater than any uncertainty we may face. God has always been faithful. He always is faithful. He always will be faithful. It's just who He is. And so as we pan the camera back out a little bit, Are we facing uncertainty? Yeah. Are we facing things bigger than our control? Yeah. But are we living secure in the one who's bigger than all of that? Yeah. That is one who has surrendered their life to Christ and is following after Him. You don't have to fear. He is God with you. And it's His consistency that is greater than any uncertainty that we face. That God is just as faithful to you today as he was yesterday, as he will be tomorrow. That he is just as faithful to you and to me as he has been through all of history. For Abraham and Sarah, he was faithful and he's faithful to you. To Moses and Joseph, he was faithful and he is faithful to you and to me and to Esther and to Noah and to Daniel and to David and to Peter, to Mary, to John, to Paul, to you name it. Thousands and thousands who have gone Before us. He is faithful to them and he will be faithful to us. God's faithfulness never falters. It never fails. It never fades. It never wanes. He is trustworthy and he could be counted upon. He is entirely dependable and fully reliable a hundred and ten percent of the time. Above and beyond what you and I ever are, He's that good. And so when we pan the camera out a little bit, maybe it begins to settle us into this eternal hope that holds us. Psalm 130 verse 5 says this, I am counting on the Lord. Yes, I am counting on Him, and I have put my hope in His work. God has been faithful. God is faithful. God will always be faithful. That everything in life around us might be changing, and it is. Everything is always constantly in motion, but there is one who is settled, who is grounded, who is founded in faithfulness. The uncertainty of our situations may stir up anxiety within us, and when we're tired of tumultuous change, of being tossed back and forth of the ups and downs of life, and maybe a unique life and a unique year that this has been, we can still anchor ourselves to the hope that holds us in the faithfulness of God. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That, and maybe think about it in, in from two different perspectives. One is his faithfulness in his authority, his lordship. That he, His lordship is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Uh, Jesus came to his disciples. He said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. That simply stated, Jesus is the all-powerful Lord of all time. And he doesn't lose that. He doesn't misplace that. He is continually that. By the very fact that Jesus is divine, means he's changeless. Malachi uh, chapter 3 verse 6 says this, I am the Lord. The Lord is declaring, I am the Lord, and I do not change. That he's consistent. And it's his consistency and his faithfulness that Well, it's just far greater than any uncertainty that may come our way and that we have to navigate. He is faithfully the same yesterday, today, and forever. And it's his lordship, his divinity, his divine authority that has never and can never and will never change. His sovereignty is over it all. And when we trust in the unchanging rock of Christ and his authority, we trust in something that is eternal the authority of men and women in this world will come and go. But the authority of Jesus is steadfast and forever. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And not only is his authority and his lordship the same, but his love, his love for you, his love for me, his love for the world, his love for people who have not said yes to him yet, who are searching for so many other things to to put stability into their life And the very one who can provide that has a love for them, just like He has a love for you and a love for me. That His love is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Psalm 100 says this, For the Lord is good, and His love endures forever. His faithfulness continues throughout every generation. It's an unchanging reality of His love. We will have a reason to praise the Lord when we look to His love that is never changing. An ever-present eternal love that walks with us in every moment and every day. We can have joy in our hearts, even when the uncertainties of life or the challenges of life seem to be rising up above everything else. And yet there is one point that is continually higher, and it's the point of His love that the covenant of his grace and so many of his promises strengthen the faith of every believer, whether we're feeling secure in that moment or whether we're having moments of struggle and tension, trying to navigate things. Uh, there was a, a certain medieval monk who uh, kind of let it go out to the parish, to the city around, and said, this Sunday, I'm going to be preaching about the eternal love of Christ. Come. Uh, come and see. And so the light has beginning to fade through the cathedral windows as sunset has come and gone and the service is about ready to begin and it's getting pretty dark inside. They had turned off most uh, of, of the understand most of the lighting that was there and, and so it was pretty pretty pitch black as the congregation was waiting for this monk to begin the service and he gets up, and he stands next to the crucifix and he lights a single candle. It begins to illuminate the room a little bit. And, and the monk took that and he held it up by the, the crown of thorns that this crucifix uh, had displayed in the statue of Jesus. And he lowered it to the, the nail-pierced hands and to the, the spear mark in the side and, and down to the, 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 the pierced feet of Christ there wasn't a word said just the candle moving from the crown to the hands to the side to the feet and the monk walked forward toward the altar you could still see the crucifix uh, illuminated the statue illuminated in the background and he just stood there and then he blew the candle out and he walked off A sermon of no words, a sermon pointing to the reality and to the beauty of the love of Christ. In eternal love, that even in the darkness that might surround us, the light of the cross illuminates the reality of God's incredible love for us. The everlasting, unchangeable, merciful heart of God is demonstrated on the cross. It's the ultimate picture of His enduring love and provision for you and for me. He was primarily our Savior from the very beginning, our eternal rescuer, our daily rescuer. See, the plan of the cross was known before the beginning of time. Before Adam and Eve ever walked on the earth, Jesus was destined for the cross. He couldn't stand the thought of the ones that he loved, that they would suffer for sin and be separated from him. And so he said, there's got to be a way for me to reestablish and care for those I love. And he and the Father and the Spirit came up with the way. And Jesus took the assignment And he came all the way to earth, all the way to living a perfected life, all the way to the cross, all the way to the grave, and most importantly, all the way to the resurrection, to prove his eternal love for you, his eternal love for me, his eternal love for everyone who would turn toward him. And so his love for you is eternal. It's reliable. It's dependable. It's the same yesterday as it is today, as it will be forever. As the camera pans back, yeah, there's a lot going on. Uh, But as the camera pans back, we see a bigger reality around us. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And that That's the continual consistency of Jesus, of his authority, of his love. His continual consistency is far greater than any uncertainty that we have to navigate and that we must face. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is for you, not against you. He leans in your direction. He is forever with you. His consistency is greater than any uncertainty you're going to face. And so, trust in that. Anchor yourself again to the beauty of that reality. Would you pray with me? Father, um, it's been a tough year. It's been a challenging year. And so we're just asking... Father, would you let the, the camera of Scripture, the camera of your truth pan back that we might not see the, the closeness of the situation we've been battling and struggling in, but that we may pan back to see the incredible, bigger reality of your faithfulness, your, your steadiness, that you are the same yesterday, today, and forever. You were with us in 2020, and you're going to be with us every step of the way in 2021 forever. And so we're asking, Father, would you give us moments of reflection as we wind up this year? Would you help us to learn the lessons that we needed to learn, to, 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 to anchor ourselves to the truth of who you are? Father, we're praying that your wisdom and your discernment, your protection, your provision would go before each one of us every step of every day of this new year father would you allow us to live anchored to the truth that you are the same yesterday today and forever amen I want to thank you for tuning in this evening as we wrap up uh, this year together and and do it digitally, online. Uh, Again, thank you to all of you who helped pull this off. Uh, A couple closing announcements and and a blessing. Uh, One is I'd love to personally invite you to be a part of the Elements Refresh series, whether you do that on-site or join us online, but the month of January, Uh, We have um, an opportunity to to talk about the refresh that we feel like God's leading us into into the mission, the vision, the values of how we're going to play this out. Uh, And so be a part of that series from January 3rd all the way through the end of the month uh, of January as we end and culminate in a worship evening together. Uh, Again, whether you're on site with us in person or online in person, uh, be a part of each one of those weeks. Lyle's going to start us off this first week looking at discipleship and really leaning into that as part of this fresh endeavor and how we go about doing that. Then I'll kind of unpack some of these key values that are centered around our mission and vision, and how discipleship and e-groups and all those things fits within it. So I invite you to be a part of that. Along with that, Elements Refresh is our 21 Days of Prayer. It's a prayer initiative that we're doing for the first time this year, and it's for 21 days. So from January 11th to January 31st, we're inviting you and me and all of us to kind of pray with a focus Uh, and I'm excited for our team that's put this together and and made an incredible uh, PDF that you could download. We'll have some print copies available on site starting in uh, January, so join us for that. Uh, Let's all lean into and pray for God to move, and not just in that month, but in every little bit of his handiwork, we're going to see the entire rest of 2021. So, uh, Financial Peace University (FPU) is another opportunity that lies ahead here, starting in January. That, if you're you've been looking to get to a better financial footing, uh, FPU is a great course and exercise for you to consider being a part of it. It can help actually literally make a dent into some of your debt and and get you to a better practice and a better financial footing into a better place. And so if uh, lots of our folks have gone through that in past years, we tend to to do it right at the beginning of the year. Uh, It's when people are thinking about it. So uh, again, all this information is in the app, Uh, download the app, it's free, Uh, check that out, Uh, sign up for FBU if you wanna be a part of that. And then finally, the blessing project that we did the whole month of December, where we said, uh, we're going to give away in January 10% of what comes in. And so as you consider your year-end giving uh, here at the end of uh, December before the new year, um, and consider uh, us... Uh, part of that activity that you could give to. Thank you to all of you who partner with us financially. As you give, we're then going to turn around and give out 10% of what came in in December to bless some organizations and some agencies that are doing kingdom good and doing God's good here in our city. So stay tuned for that. We'll give you a report back on how those go. Uh, And then lastly, again, just journey with us into this new year. Friends, we love you. Uh, We we thank you for uh, being a part of the Elements family. Uh, Continue and invite your friends uh, to be a part of it online or on site. And may may God bless you and may he use the end of this year to be productive in your life, to remind you of what he's been trying to show you about who he is and, and the life lessons that he has for you, that your next steps of faith that he has for you. May his grace and his peace rest upon you and upon us as he leads us in to the new year to come. Bless you, friends. Have a great rest of this year with your family, and we'll see you in the new year to come.